regular features, a regular, regular, regular features, a regular, regular, regular features, a regular features show. Hello and welcome to Regular Features, the podcast that's the same every week. I'm John Blythe, and just like every other week, we're coming to you live from Britain's busiest puppy pound. We're all in the central puppy chamber, and we're thigh deep in some of the UK's most adorable puppies. They're all ready to get parceled up into spotted bindles and catapulted into some of Britain's most loving homes. Before you write in, it's all perfectly humane, and from the nipping at our ankles, we can assure you that the puppies we can't see at the bottom of the heap are just as spirited and alive as the ones rolling around on top. Like every week, I'm joined by Gav Murphy. Hello, how are you doing? I'm very excited. I'm sorry, Gav, I'm going to have to interrupt you because it's time for the hourly Bonio drop. Oh, these puppies really do get the royal treatment. On the hour, every hour, a tin shoot smashes through the paper ceiling and thousands of surprisingly heavy Bonios tumble cheerfully into the room. I don't get treated this well at home. Are Bonios good for puppies? Well, allaboutdogfood.com gives them a nutritional rating of 10%. And according to the article, The Four Worst Treats You Can Give Your Dog on the Wolfworks <laughs> website, Bonio biscuits contain 30% wheat, and the remaining 70% is a complete mystery. But looking at the large tongs hanging out of the faces on these hungry pups, it's a mystery they're happy to solve. It's like we're all paddling around in a boiling, hairy ocean with a hundred smiling faces. Gav, what's your feature? Well, this week I'm actually really sad because in my flat building there's been some thefts. That sounds horrific, but also intriguing. I'm also joined, like every week, by the delightful Steve Hogarty. Steve's going to tell you what his feature is. Hello, my name is Steve Hogarty. But not before this... we begin the puppy fireworks! For the sake of time, we have to cut most of that out. But what a spectacularly noisy two-hour puppy firework display that was. And all the more enjoyable and intimate for being held in such an enclosed space. So, like always, Steve... What have you got for us, Steve? Well, like every week, I've been watching Lena Dunham's hit new BBC HBO drama about city boys and the industry that they work in. It's called Industry. That sounds boy-packed, and we're buoyant on this sea of dogs. There you go. I tied it in. That was good. <laughs> well... I think it's time for us now to leave this gorgeous knee-high puppy fiesta and dive into the even deeper world of features. I don't have a feature this week, so you'll just have to imagine something about science fiction and bumholes. So long, puppies. Don't get adopted by a cat. Hi, I'm Sam Beckett from Quantum Leap. And Ziggy says, you've got to listen to regular features. And there's a 49% chance of that. And now it's time for Steve's regular feature, Steve's Industry. As you all know, I've been watching Lena Dunham's new TV show called Industry. It is about London City bankers and investment fund hedge manager types. Rocking around, yeah. It's um, it's been billed as skins meets billions, and it's very, very good. 
Is it? Isn't she a prick? She's not in it. <laughs> Good. <laughs> is she one of the titular boys? She's industry. <laughs> She's the, the title character, industry. She is the industry that they all work inside. It's great. There's um, there's lots of fucking in it. Uh, people fuck like all the time, and the camera pans down to you. Know, you can pretty much see it going in, like the slapping and they're really clapping and everything's going back and forth and like when he pulls out you can almost see his erect penis like going into a vagina or sometimes even another man's butt which i find what delightful but when they're not having sex with one another they're doing loads of drugs (laughs) they're getting pissed in fancy restaurants and going to strip clubs and taking cocaine and ketamine and then during the day a lot of fun to keep them going they're taking um modafinil and uh coffee and just (laughs) running around without even had even having an hour's sleep it's exhausting literally the last episode i watched they go on a big bender she doesn't go to bed she has to go to work the next day and something really stressful happens to her and by the end of the episode, I felt like I'd been up all night and had a really long day at work. <laughs> yeah, the way that you're describing it, I feel knackered. <laughs> yeah, it's exhausting television, but it's really good. I enjoyed it. I I recommend it. That's my TV recommendation of the week. And if readers wanted to watch it, what streaming service is it on? It's on BBC iPlayer. What? Mm. As, our, as our main TV critic, if Brian Billions had a fight with... Tanya Industry, uh, <laughs> who who would win? Brian Billions would mop the floor with any one of these little twerps. Oh, is it? Yeah, these are all like Oxbridge-educated rich boys who've uh, landed these jobs at an investment bank. Whereas Brian Billions, he worked his way up from cent one, Gav. <laughs> Episode one, cent one. <laughs> it's pronounced season in America. <laughs> so uh, my script has three characters, and these three characters uh, are from industry. Uh, the first character, who I will play, is Cheltenham Garage Band. Let me give you a little background on Cheltenham. Dismissed in private conversation as the token diversity hire, Cheltenham Garage Band's youthful appearance belies a killer instinct for investment. But unbeknownst to her peers, she has an ace up her sleeve, and I mean literally. A tiny mouse lives in her sleeve and whispers stock tips into her ear whenever she rests her chin on her hand. <laughs> you may think I misused the word literally there, but guess what? The mouse is called Ace, so shut up. <laughs> I was thinking that. Thank you, Steve. Thank you for beating me. Uh, the second character, uh, he's an old gentleman called Borville Egg. Like He's uh, one of the guys who's been in the investment bank. He's one of the, the, the patriarchs of the, the bank. I'll give you a bit of background on Borville. Old man Borville has seen a stock or two in his time, let me tell you. He is 4,000 years old and 800 feet tall because of a car accident. He showed up on the trading floor one day and nobody knows why, but he's in charge now because he's the tallest hedge fund manager in the building and whenever he shouts, the price of yen skyrockets. And finally, IMAX big, 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 big. IMAX is the smooth-talking Oxford grad with bonking on the brain. When he's not bonking, he's thinking about bonking. When he is bonking, he's thinking about bonking twice as hard as he's currently bonking. Instead of goodbye, he says 
bonk you later. And instead of thank you, he says bonktastic bonko. This preoccupation with bonking would be an impediment to most people, but the boy gets results. And results are all that matters on the cutthroat world of the trading computers. So we've got Steve playing Cheltenham Garage Band, Log playing Borville Egg, and Gav playing IMAX, big, 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 big. The role I was born to play. Okay. Excellent. Day one, interior, trading room floor. The office is a hive of activity. Today is the one day in every 10 years that the stock market blossoms and everybody can smell the sickly sweet perfume of raw shares stored deep inside the Nasdaq. This is basically Christmas Day for stock traders. In fact, stock traders do call this day Christmas, and they call Christmas Halloween. And if you're wondering what they call Easter, well, it's Flying Ant Day to them. (laughs) Cheltenham Garage Band roller skates into the room. She has taken three modafinils and an entire cocaine for breakfast, so she's feeling pretty snazzy, if you don't mind her saying. This is me, I'm Cheltenham. Modafinil, cocaine... And stock trader Christmas? Could today be going any better? The mouse who lives in Cheltenham's sleeve pipes up. And I even haven't given you today's stock tips. Just then, IMAX Big 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 climbs in through an open window. Who wants to bonk on today of all days? The entire trading floor laughs at IMAX's bonking shenanigans. His singular obsession with bonking would be of serious concern, but the investment numbers don't lie. This boy's got the magic touch. Bonk-headed or no, you won't hear a bad word said against him. As if on cue, Borville Egg appears from behind a pillar, like if Gandalf was your stepdad. Settle down, you lot. Now, as you all know, today is stock trader Christmas, the (laughs) once-in-a-decade phenomenon when the stock market's hot yellow petals peel open to reveal the glossy, throbbing, and incredibly sensitive stamen inside. Sounds highly bonkable to me. Now listen closely. Here's how things are going to work. When the stock market exposes its soft, wet insides, you will each be allocated a ticket, granting you 45 seconds to go stand in front of the stock market and smell all of the shares in the Nasdaq at once. Any longer than this, and you would be driven insane by the putrid coils of purple stink gas emanating from some of the gone-off subprime mortgages. Thanks. Would you well, like me very... to say that sentence that... again? <laughs> no, that was that was good. You got through it, <laughs> despite me, despite my writing. <laughs> wow, wow, wow! I can't wait to wrap my nostrils round some fetid mutual funds. Hmm. Forty-five seconds isn't nearly enough time to bonk them stonks. <laughs> I'll need at least twice as much time alone with the stock market if I'm to get my honkin' fronkin' bonk on. <laughs> Later that day, at Cheltenham's desk. Psst, tiny mouse who lives in my sleeve. It's me, Cheltenham, Cheltenham Garage Band. Have you got any good stock tips for me? Short regional financial before morning bell and take PL losses on the FX with the Deutschmark. It's all upside. Thank you, tiny mouse who lives in my sleeve and gives me all the stock tips. Cheltenham, is there a tiny mouse living up your sleeve giving you stock tips? 
What? No, that's ridiculous. I've never heard anything so ridiculous. Good. We'll just keep it that way. Phew, that was a close one, tiny mouse. Orville raises his wrist to his mouth and talks into his sleeve. See, I told you she didn't have a tiny mouse. Tiny mouse who lives up my sleeve. Cheltenham, I need to bonk you a favor. Sorry, IMAX, I can't right now. I'm in the middle of a very important stock. It's, uh, it's just, I was wondering if we could swap tickets for today's big stock market smell event. I'm back-to-back bonking this morning, and I'm not going to be able to make it to my 45-second appointment. Sure, whatever, IMAX. I'll take your slot, and you can take mine. Great. You won't regret this, Cheltenham. Bonktastic bonko! Bye! <laughs> <laughs> what a rube. We cut to the stock market in full bloom. Woozy stock traders who've had their turn stagger away from the stock market, which by now is open wide and humming with the unmistakable aroma of market forces. The queue to sniff it winds out the stock market door and down the corridor, past the room where the bonds are kept, around the cupboard where the gilts are stored, <laughs> through the forest of recessions and out into the street. Cheltenham is at the front of the queue. <clears throat> Good morning, Mr. Borvils. Good morning, Mr. Borvils, sir. I'd like to snatch a hot lungful of this guffy bad boy if it so pleases you. Well, of course, Cheltenham. May I see your ticket? Why, yes, here it is. Well, I'm flattered, Cheltenham, but this voucher for a free bonk won't get you any nose time with the stock market, I'm afraid. A voucher for what? Oh, that IMAX big, 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 big. He tricked me. A deal's a deal, Cheltenham. Now, Mr. Borville, I'd like to take a double dip on the stock market, please. I think you'll find I've got two valid tickets. Be my guest, IMAX. But remember my warning about the... Warnings are for people who aren't about to bonk the entire Western economy at once. Out of my way. IMAX runs towards the open stock market and dives inside, the noxious stench of consolidated assets and capped interest rates already making his head swim. He grips the Nasdaq by the stamen and starts to bonk it, sensually at first, then harder and harder. This is the best bonking I have ever done. This is my finest work. This is my Sistine Chapel. But IMAX, the fumes! Don't try and slow me down now, you pair of bonkerverse freaks. I'm creating something beautiful. I'm Isaac Newton. I'm Mother Teresa. I'm the man on the safety card of the airplanes, crawling on all fours beneath the smoke towards the nearest exit. IMAX inhales deeply, drawing the sublimated musk of rotting loans into his body. As he bonks through higher and higher dimensions, his electrified mind shattering into sparkling fragments that bonk one another with the ferocity of colliding black holes until he is outside of himself and everywhere at once, finally understanding that this is where he has always existed and all that came before this instant was merely a prelude to this bonk. I am... Bonk! Smash cuts to IMAX's dead body covered in bonk jizz on top of the stock market, which he's absolutely ruined. 
Okay, everyone, move along. Nothing to see here. The stock market is closed for the day. You can all go home. What a waste of a good stock trader investment guy person. But I guess that's the nature of this industry. You don't have to tell me twice. Now, how about that free bonk? <laughs> well, it's better than girls. Fucking... <laughs> <laughs> Well, Gav, you're acting. There was no direction in that. You fucking acted the shit out of that. <laughs> uh, yeah, the only thing I regret is my girlfriend coming home and opening the door as I shouted, I, I am, am bonk. <laughs> Other than that, yeah, what a night. <laughs> Ow, why haven't I jumped? Ziggy says he needs to listen to regular features. Okay. Guys. Thieving is happening in my building. Shit. What? I know. Thievery is afoot. So in the building that I live, we have uh, like a little post room. There's no concierge or anything in there. But someone the last few months has been ripping open all the packages and feasting on the joyous things inside. Um, so stealing, I don't know, whatever people are ordering from different places. and But they'll basically like just go through anything that's been left there, rip it open, take things they think they can sell or enjoy, and leave in the rest of it in there. Fuck, that's man. such scummy behavior. It's really scummy behavior. Um, but it sucks, man. So we've got CCTV up, right? Um, and we have a management building. So people are like, just check the CCTV. Well... It's not as easy as that, lads. Um, I'm glad you basically have to phone the. That's a fucking joke. You have to phone the police, and then to be able to get that footage, you have to supply them with a 20 minute window. And if nothing is happening during that 20 minute window, that's it. You can't apply again for another full moon. Exactly, double jeopardy. They call it. (laughs) (laughs) So. This is where we're at. So, so basically, what happened was uh, a resident called Kevin um, said, I'm going to put up my own camera then. Um, and the management company said, no, you're not allowed to do that. Uh, so what Kevin did, and like fair fucks to him, he just put it up really high <laughs> so no one can reach it. Like, I have no idea yeah. how we got it up there. <laughs> is he very tall? Or was it no, like no a- it, it's like... It, it, yeah, even if he was six foot something, it, there'd be three Kevin. It'd have to be three Kevin stacked on top of each other to be able to put this up. Right. It's it's up so high. I I mess. I DM'd him going, "How did you get that camera up there?" Because I need to know, and he didn't re- reply to me. Oh, because if you if you know how he put it up, then <laughs> yeah, you know how to take it down. <laughs> There's a ladder next to the thing it's on top of. I just climbed up that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. So. Uh, so he put this camera up. All of a sudden, the thefts stopped. Um, now, I've been peddling uh, the theory. Uh, I, don't, I don't want to say conspiracy theory. Conspiracy theories get a bad, they get a bad rap. Um, and you'll already be thinking bad if I say conspiracy theory. So I've been peddling. bad because normal... he said peddling, because nothing good ever gets peddled. <laughs> yeah, that's true, actually, yeah. Except bicycles. bicycles. <laughs> Offered. I've been offering up a theory uh, when I keep seeing people in the dog park next to our building that the thief is in the, is in our, face, our building's Facebook group. Oh, um, classic twist. Because as soon as the camera went up, and this, as I said, the camera's up really, really high. So as soon as the camera went up, 
the thefts stopped. So anybody who listened to me in the dog park, I'm saying, I'm telling you, the fucking thief is in the Facebook group. Um, anyway, anyway, that's, a, that's for a different day. This week, two days ago, the thief struck again. We're talking like 30 Amazon parcels all ripped apart, chucked onto the floor. Oh, like a, a hamster making a nest. Yeah, like a werewolf uh, on a full moon. Um, they honestly. famously go through people's Amazon packages when they transform into wolves. <laughs> they probably do in like what we do in the shadows or something. It's probably a really funny thing. Um, but we don't have time for that. There's a thief on the loose who might or might not be a werewolf. Um, and Or a hamster. Or a hamster. Uh, so uh, Louise posted in our Facebook group, just a heads up, loads of Amazon packages have been ripped open in the mailroom. So people start adding in the management company um, and asking for the CCTV footage. But I was like, well, Kev's camera is up. This is absolutely fine. Like the management company, like just do not want to deal with any of this, right? I at Kev going, mate, is your camera still up? Can you check the footage on it? Louise replies to that. Yes, let us know if there's anything on there, Kevin. I've also contacted the police as I had something expensive stolen. Louise did it. <laughs> so we wait all day for Kevin's response, which is weird because he's usually like one of the first people to, in, he's always on the group. It feels like he's always online. So we wait all day. Finally, at the end of the day, we get a reply from Kevin. Hey guys, apologies. Literally two days before, I took the memory card out to check the photos and I haven't put it back. A sad smiley face. Making sure the camera is up and running again today, though. Oh, So I was like right. genuinely <clears throat> furious with this. Um, even though none of my stuff was stolen because I have all my stuff sent to work now. Um, <laughs> but So I, I was just like, I can't believe this. I thought we were going to catch this guy. This camera's been there. What the fuck are you doing taking a two-day break? Mm. This is madness. Crime never takes a break, Kevin. And what are you exactly. Doing taking the card out and not replacing it, man. If you were taking it out, you should have gone up there with the replacement. Yeah, for two days. Um, it's fucking uh, unbelievable. So, like, I'm livid, and I'm like, I didn't have anything stolen. So I'm like, well, because these people do not take any shit either in this Facebook group. I'm thinking you Kev's didn't get anything stolen. Get. Oh, that makes you a suspect, Gav. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking Kev's about to get fucking roasted in this group now. First reply, though. No worries, Kev. This is from Louise. No worries, Kev. Thought I'd check. Second reply from Peter. Cheers anyway, Kev. Glad it's back up. What? How are these people not angry? Mm. 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 So I reply, just adding in Kev. Mm. <laughs> the same noise I just made. <laughs> Something not quite right here. <laughs> Kevin said, what do you mean? With me or the building? Me, capital letters. Both. <laughs> Kev replies, I don't know what you mean. And I said, well, seems to me it's all just a little bit convenient, Kev, that we have no thefts for weeks since you put the camera out. And then all of a sudden... We have a load of thievery going on during the exact time you've taken out the card from the camera. Something's not singing right with me, pal. Sorry. <laughs> Something's off key. <laughs> <laughs> me, ma, ma, mo. <laughs> I, 
Kev says, I don't know what you're implying. Are you saying that I'm the one stealing the packages? No. Who said that? <laughs> not you just said that. Are you accusing <laughs> yourself? <laughs> I said, I said, I just think it's a bit strange. That's all. And Kevin said, what's strange? And I said, well, I'm no big city investigator, but seems to me <laughs> that lulling an entire building into a false sense of security and then absolutely fleecing their post is actually pretty clever if someone were to do that, which obviously that's not what you've done, is it? Winky face. <laughs> oh, I like it. You're making him choose between being clever and being a thief. <laughs> yeah, only a genius would do well, this, but <laughs> I don't think you're capable of that, are you, Kevin? <laughs> Are you Kev? <laughs> so Louise says, sorry, Gav, I need to jump in here and say it's not cool to accuse people of stealing. What the fuck is this all about then? <laughs> What's the point of this Facebook group then? Quite frankly. No one ever goes to prison for theft because it's yeah. rude to accuse someone. <laughs> it's very rude. <laughs> I said, who's accusing? Um, <laughs> Are you accusing I'm me? me? I'm merely pointing out an entirely hypothetical situation where we could be dealing with a Danny Ocean-style perfect crime scenario. I'm not pointing the finger at all. I'm just saying that if what I said happened did happen, then it would be a good crime. Well done. (laughs) Kevin replied, I don't know who Danny Ocean is, but I can assure you the thefts are nothing to do with me. I'll take the camera down if you like. Oh, and I said, well, with all due respect, Kev, whether your camera is up or not doesn't seem to make a blind bit of fucking difference, does it? <laughs> Particularly when tactical memory card checking is happening. <laughs> a, Mr. Ocean, winky face, winky face. <laughs> Peter says, don't listen to him, Kevin. We all appreciate the camera being up. He's just stirring the pot. I said, why are you getting involved, Sticky Beak? <laughs> sticky Beak. I hope your fingers aren't as sticky as your beak. <laughs> why are you defending this thief? Sorry, hypothetical thief, Peter. Actually, come to think of it, it was Ocean Eleven, wasn't it? There were a few of them stealing stuff, as I recall. I can't remember exactly how many, but it was loads. And they all shared the wealth, if you catch my meaning. Kevin said, ah, right, you mean Danny Ocean from Ocean's Eleven. (laughs) There were 11 of them, and that's why the film's called Ocean's Eleven. And I said, oh, you've seen it then? Strange that... (laughs) Strange that we start experiencing an almost beat-for-beat reimagining of the big crime they do in Ocean's Eleven, and then we find out it's your favourite film. I knew you'd slip up sooner or later. (laughs) (laughs) Can you tell I'm moving out of this flat next week? (laughs) (laughs) I honestly didn't realise that. I I thought, why are you making your own life so much more difficult? Yeah, we're moving out on Monday, fuck it. Brilliant, brilliant. (laughs) Now I get it. (laughs) Um, Kevin said, Gav, you're being an idiot. (laughs) I don't know what you're talking about, but why would I install a camera if I was going to rob you all? I replied, I don't know. Why would you? (laughs) (laughs) 
and we got nothing for a bit, which is weird because it's a very active group. And I just so I just replied, Kev, mate, just admit it, you've been caught. <laughs> he said, I haven't been caught because there's nothing to catch me about. I just replied, mate, come on, it's over. Uh, it's like he was nothing. trying to get you to reference catch me if you can then. <laughs> yes. Uh, it got nothing then. So I said, Kev, I can make this all go away. Just admit what you did. We all know none of us are angry. We just want you to admit it. Louise said, I'm angry at how you're speaking to Kevin. <laughs> and I said, oh, here we go. Brad Pitt's logged in. Um, <laughs> I guess we know it was at least three of yous now. I'm sick of this. <laughs> So there's nothing she didn't reply to that so i left a bit and i added in kev going mate come on it'll be a big relief big weight lifted off your shoulders you don't want this we know it was you nothing i said kev that's the end of it now come on big man say good night <laughs> so we've got no more replies but kevin then did a new post, um, a completely new post, and this is what he said. <clears throat> Dear building residents, as you know, I've had a camera recording the mailroom for the last few weeks. We've had no thefts for weeks, but unfortunately yesterday, I had to take the memory card out to back it up, and there was a theft. I apologize for this, and I was going to put the camera back up, but because of the unfair words of one resident, <laughs> I've, decided to t- I've decided to take the camera down. It's just not worth the hassle. I'm now leaving it up to the rest of you to decide if you want to put your own cameras up, but I'm just letting you know that it will not be my camera. Take care, Kevin. Oh <laughs> so my lots, God. Of people, lots of people <laughs> replying who'd not seen the original post for some reason. I don't know why. Like, uh, But our group is weird as well. Like Where things get placed, I don't know how Facebook decides what's up top and what's not. I don't know. Um mm. But loads of people were replying to it because they hadn't seen this other post. But it was still there. Uh, so Emma, new person, replies, going, don't listen to whoever said it, uh, Kev. We really appreciate your help. Uh, Andrew says, all I'll say is thanks, Kevin. Rich says, what's happened? Sorry, I've missed it, all this. <laughs> <laughs> this must be really frustrating for him. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Andrew said, Kevin's taken his camera down because someone accused him of being a thief. <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> it's really fucking Babyish. I replied to Andrew going, oh, I can't believe someone's done that. That's too much, that is. <laughs> and andrew replied it's disgusting isn't it i just saw kev in the park with his dog and he's really angry (laughs) i said that's really out of order that is and then nothing for a bit and i replied going that being said (laughs) (laughs) does anyone else think it's a bit weird that we haven't had a theft for weeks and then suddenly, when we have a new theft, after being put ease by Kev's camera, the thief strikes again. Something's not adding up here. <laughs> oh my gosh. This is on his new nightmare. post. <laughs> <laughs> this is on his new post. Yeah. <laughs> and then Louise wrote, oh, shut up, Kev. <laughs> 
And then she's obviously reported me because I got blocked from the group, kicked out, kicked out of my own building's group. Wow. Two days before moving out of the fat. <laughs> Sounds like they're all in on it. Yeah. Every single one of them. Yeah, like some like an inspector calls, all of them did it. Or like Murder on the Orient Express, they've all been fucking robbing the Amazon parcels. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, to be fair, even though I'm not I'm moving out in a couple of days, I will have to see them all. Yeah, do they in know the, you, in the part? Do they know who Gav from the group is to look at you? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Very much so. <laughs> what you should do is uh get doctored CCTV footage of you going into the post room with a balaclava, but it's clearly you and just dramatically tearing open everyone's yeah. parcels. Like with Coco on the lead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or just like with a sign on my back saying, it is me, Kev. <laughs> <laughs> but still with Coco. With Coco. <laughs> just singing about how your, your name is Kev and you're here to steal Amazon parcels for the third <laughs> yeah, time. Be like, <laughs> like, Coco, Stop it. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's just a bit of fun. That's, but that group has been great, to be fair. It's been really helpful to me over the years. <laughs> <They're not> actually... <laughs> Jesus Christ. Fair play. You don't You don't need the bridges. Burn them. Very much the scorched earth uh, approach to moving out of flats, which I like. Hi, I'm the monolith from 2001, A Space Odyssey. And I've got a bone to pick with you. Why aren't you listening to the Regular Features podcast? Uh, quick update on my building's WhatsApp group situation. Ooh. I don't know if you remember in a previous feature. Yeah. I spoke about how uh, we have two rival WhatsApp groups. They, they're yes. splintered off into two factions um, who each have 72 members differing only by one member. Uh, and they're the heads of the um the different the two factions basically a feud between two people has splintered our, our building's whatsapp group i am in favor of team a yes the qr code in the lobby to join the whatsapp group leads to team b's whatsapp conversation so i painstakingly doctored the qr code to make it lead to the good whatsapp group yes so update yes. on that the good WhatsApp group now has 79 members. The bad WhatsApp group has 64 members. So they are hemorrhaging members. It is withering on the vine. Absolutely. And it may be, I just, I'd like the leader of the bad group to be just be sitting there going, why is no one joining lately? Yeah. What's going mm. on? One day he'll scan like, that. I, I generally think this is one of the best things you've ever done. Like, I think it's incredible. And I don't think we talked about it on the podcast, but you did send a photo of the bad group's head looking at the poster, and you were like, oh, shit, we've been, have we been rumbled? <laughs> Can he uh, read QR codes? <laughs> the, but it looks exactly the same, yeah, so they wouldn't know. Right down to the same font size, font color, font face, and... Uh, kerning everything. It was a uh, it was a beautiful act of counterfeiting. Do you know? Uh, That's what I meant to ask. Actually, do people in any of the people in Group A know that you've done this? No, no, no. Wow, That's I've the, kept a, kept a lid on it. No one knows. How do they knows. know that people are joining? How do they? How what are they thinking when people are joining? Well, they. Oh, I don't know. They must think <clears> that it's 
Magic. It's uh, well, the people are just using the QR code in the lobby to join the group. Like they, right. they wouldn't notice anything different in their group. Can I just ask? But, does Reese know you did it? Yes. Well, okay, so you've got a point of failure there. You yeah. need to take care. Take of him Reese. out. <laughs> take care of Reese. <laughs> he knows too much. Like, yeah, how he, sweet are you keeping him? Um, <laughs> could you be could you be keeping him sweeter? He was there in the room when I was um, folding the corner of the page exactly the way the original was, and putting a staple hole in it, and removing the putting the staple in and removing it in order to get the staple hole that exists yeah. in the original. And I document. bet when he saw you doing that, he looked at you with a mixture of love and fear. <laughs> <laughs> at any point, was he like? You could uh, look for a job today, Steve. I don't know if that works. Well, that's it for this week's episode of the Regular Features Podcast. If you liked the podcast, you can go to patreon.com forward slash regular features and pledge per episode an amount of your choosing. And if you do, do we have a treat in store for you? You will get your very own brand new bona fide B name. Could you please give a B name to the following new patron? Christian Francis. Frizzy Frizzy Bum Frizzy Bum Boy. <laughs> well, putting a line through Frizzy Bum Boy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, Frizzy Bum Breath Beat Boy. Frizzy Bum Boy. Uh Log, what's, what did you say for that? Can I get a clean read on you saying a B name so I can cut out what Gav said? <laughs> no. I cannot remember what I said. Don't give it to him, Lars. Don't give it to him. It purely fueled by Gav, and I will not take that from him. <laughs> That's how he wins. <laughs> okay, give a B name to Ruth Braddleson. Take it, take it away, Log. Um, well, once upon a time. <laughs> oh, I like it. A bee walked into an apothecary. I, God, I haven't got anything planned for this. I, I'm walking myself into a terrible <laughs> bee anecdote in shops that don't exist anymore. Um, don't ever honey sting. Did you have to Google that? You look like you are on your computer then. No, I was just looking at the fucking shapes on Audacity appearing thinking I'm on the verge of a panic attack. <laughs> I'd like to know what the, what you would Google to get that name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ruth Bader Stingsburg. Oh. <laughs> we have a winner. There you go. You got it. <laughs> and finally, Will Todd. Will he be at the party? Okay. <laughs> okay. It's hot in this room. <laughs> I have to edit it down so much every day. <laughs> People don't realise it goes on for about 20 minutes. <laughs> if you'd like your own B name, go to patreon.com forward slash regular features. We should, <laughs> we should introduce a tier that if you pledge enough, we'll never do a B name again. <laughs> we'll do a stretch goal once we get to what are we on now? 
once we get to a lot an episode like silly amount we mm-hmm. would never do it again yeah because then if people really don't like it they know how to sort it out vote with your wallets that's what i always that say me? that's what obama says that's what we say <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back next week with another episode of the regular features podcast good night be in a tank top that's will todds he's a be in a tank top <laughs> Regular Ficheros. <laughs>